Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, September 25th. I'm Wayne Pratt. This weekend is the last chance to see many of those cardboard cutouts in the stands at Bush Stadium. Some who made the $70 purchases were not impressed with the idea at first, but eventually came around. On Bob's birthday, my uh, late husband's birthday, I thought, you know, maybe that's not such a dumb idea. I bet you he'd think it was a hoot. In just a few minutes, we will explore how cutouts at Bush Stadium are helping people remember loved ones and making lasting family bonds. Newly elected Ferguson Mayor Ella Jones hopes to revitalize the city through a community-based economic development initiative. St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports. Ferguson's first black mayor wants to turn the city around economically. Jones said during a virtual town hall she plans to focus on creating jobs and improving neighborhoods. Jones says she has created a community task force to help her implement her plan. But, she says, she'll need the community to rally around the plan for it to be effective. To do this, I would need the help of the region so I can identify some key partners to help with the initiative. Jones also said she wants to connect small business owners to nonprofits to help companies survive the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Protesters in St. Louis are still taking to the streets following the decision not to file homicide charges against police in the killing of Breonna Taylor. Five on Your Side reports more than 100 demonstrators gathered last night in downtown St. Louis. The protesters forced the shutdown of westbound I-64 near Grand for about a half hour. Some of the demonstrators also gathered in front of St. Louis police headquarters. A report from Missouri State Auditor Nicole Galloway calls on St. Louis officials to improve how the city subsidizes redevelopment projects. The review examined projects that received tax incentives from the 90s through 2015. Galloway concludes officials need to better control costs and boost transparency. Steve Conway is the chief of staff of the mayor's office. He dismisses Galloway's recommendations and says the city has already made steps to improve how incentives are managed. We welcome any constructive criticism, but in many of these cases, when you look at what she, what the auditors did not like, you know, are, are, are subjective outcomes that they think we should have. Galloway's report is part of a larger ongoing audit of the city. There has been a shakeup in leadership at St. Louis Public Radio following allegations of systemic racism. Reporter Brian Munoz has more. Tom Livingston, a media consultant and two-time former vice chairman of the NPR Board of Directors, has been appointed interim general manager at St. Louis Public Radio, effective immediately. He replaces Tim Eby, the former KWMU general manager, who recently came under scrutiny along with other station leadership for allegations of racism at the radio station. A group of the station's reporters and producers of color detailed the alleged incidents surrounding diversity, equity, and inclusion practices at St. Louis Public Radio in an unsigned article released early August. EB is a first station employee to be replaced after the allegations were brought forward by the staff. The University of Missouri-St. Louis, which holds the license for KWMU, has hired an external firm to investigate the claims. For St. Louis Public Radio, I'm Brian Munoz. 
The Cardinals wrap up their pandemic-shortened regular season this weekend at home against Milwaukee. The seats have not been totally empty at Bush Stadium during the outbreak. Many fans have sent in pictures of themselves or loved ones that have been slapped on cardboard cutouts. For the Cardinals, it's about raising money for charity. For many fans, it's about family. It's been a summer unlike any other at Bush Stadium. The Cardinals did not start their season until July because of the pandemic, and they were forced to return to their home field without fans. But the team followed a trend in Major League Baseball by putting images of fans throughout the stands. The cardboard cutouts don't quite create the same atmosphere in the ballpark. And if cardboard cutouts could only speak, or stand, or clap, or cheer. That's Cardinals broadcaster Dan McLaughlin stating the obvious during an August game at Bush. It turns out there are some great stories behind those cardboard cutouts. So we found a few people to share why they were willing to pay $70 to get a picture in the seats like season ticket holder and Kirkwood resident Susan Hughes. When they first sent out the notice to season ticket holders uh, that you could do this, um, I thought it was kind of expensive, and so at, at which point I kind of thought it was dumb. But then she found out the money from the cutouts goes to Cardinals Care, the charitable arm of the ball club. That and baseball-related memories of a loved one made Hughes change her mind. On Bob's birthday, my uh, late husband's birthday, I thought... You know, maybe that's not such a dumb idea. I bet you he'd think it was a hoot. So she sent in a picture. The Cardinals put it on a piece of cardboard, and Bob Hughes has held a spot in Section 144 of Bush Stadium right behind the Cardinals' dugout for several games this year. The family connection has developed into a theme among several people who purchased the cutouts. Dan McMasters lives in the D.C. area but grew up in Memphis. His love of the Cardinals stems in part from childhood trips to Bush Stadium. Now he has a five-year-old and a two-year-old and saw this as a chance to do something fun in the summer of COVID. Then his thoughts also turned to other close family members. I lost my parents a couple years ago, and it would be so great to be able to represent them being in the seats as well. And that's where I got the idea to send my parents and my kids to a game together. That idea was a big hit with the kids, especially when the cutouts behind home plate showed up on TV. My son was like, hey, that's grandpa. And I said, keep looking. And sure enough, right beside was my mom. Like, look, there's your grandmother. And then there's you and there's your sister. And they they just went crazy. They were so happy. How did that happen? How, how 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 did we end up there? For McMasters, that reaction shows how baseball is a bond his family shares across generations. Family rallying around the sport is one of the reasons why 33-year-old Tom Kelly from Rock Hill, a lifelong Cardinals fan, has a cutout at Bush. He's a double lung transplant recipient and says he's giving back to a supportive community, knowing the money for the cutouts goes to Cardinals Care. They care about their fans and they want to help out other people that need it. Tom's mom, Debbie, says they will never forget how people throughout the region, including some Cardinals players, rallied around them almost three decades ago. In 1991, he needed a lung transplant, and they weren't covered by insurance then. And so we had to have a fundraiser, and people were incredibly generous. It means that Tom is here today, 29 years later. He's been a loyal Cards fan for all those years, and even during a pandemic, Tom has found a way into the ballpark. Debbie Kelly says the cardboard cutouts go way beyond baseball. 
She says they are a way to feel connected as a community, and that's something needed during this tough time. A big thanks to Maria Altman for editing that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.